0: sides of the story. Two sides of the story. Two sides of the story. With Tom and Sean. Welcome to Two Sides of the Story. That's Tom Sides. And that
1: is Sean Sides. What's happening, buddy?
0: Oh, you know, same old, same old. Can't complain for the most part. It's a beautiful Friday afternoon here.
1: Can't complain. Oh, yeah. You know, I love a beautiful Friday afternoon. What's going on with your Friday afternoon? Nothing too crazy. It
0: was accomplishing a bunch of shit. You know, it was a good time to bang on a podcast. Um, About an hour ago, I finished watching No Way Home. The Spider-Man movie, the most recent one. So... I thought I'd like to share that news with you. You can have a little go at that today.
1: Perfect. So like
0: six months in the making, but you know, I
1: love that we are a podcast that has never been up to date on anything. That's what people tune into us for is because you know what? I want a podcast that'll tell me a rundown of a movie, but you know, like six to eight months, give it about a year after the fact it happened. So yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's safe to say that vintage and classic is completely in right
1: now. So uh, we're we're with the times. Uh so how was it? How'd you like it? Did it was okay. Cry?
0: Like at least a six point five out of ten. I'm just joking. <laughs> <I> mean,
1: <laughs> the look were, of
0: disdain immediately on your face was those priceless. Were
1: fighting words right off the yeah. fucking bat.
0: No, it was a good movie. Um it, it was funny, like the aunt may scene you know where she passes and stuff was like, like a
1: spoiler a
0: alert. To... well we they should know by now come on i mean i'm the last fucking person on planet earth who saw this movie right so yeah. <laughs> everyone else is caught up and then there's me yeah but yeah so i like that because it was like a throwback to the other movies you know given the Uncle Ben scenes and the Gwen scenes, and it's just kind of fun to have that, like, arc moment and then have the other guys be there. And, like, the camaraderie between the spider man was fucking awesome. Like, it was just the little shots and the little well, unexpected it's, quirks. In it's that thing
1: that Peter needs, right? Hmm. It's that, it's that character-building moment. It's that... Yeah. It's the, you can't save everyone, but you can save as many as you can.
0: Yeah, you always do your best and just that's what part of being a hero is.
1: Mm -hmm. It
0: was really really fun. I thought that like um, I love Willem Dafoe just as a statement, you know. He's such a good actor. He plays that character so fucking well. It was fun to watch all of the villains too, you know, see the interactions and see Doc Ock back in action and Mm -hmm. it was just really
1: neat. I Enjoyable. have a few I have a few things that make me upset about this movie. And I've been waiting forever to talk to you about it. So you know the scene where Doc Ock has entered the scene and Spider-Man's fighting him and then this one uh teacher from Caltech which is not t- not a teacher but she's like the the person that knows you're smart enough to get into the school and you're not smart enough to get into yeah. the school. She's that big deal. Yeah. If you pay attention to her she only tries to go up the door that's beside her. The other side of the is- door is wide. Like she could just unlock it and walk <laughs> right out. And she never once goes for it. She goes like, I'm pinned up against the mat and I can't. Uh, there's no other car beside her. Like I, jo- I watched this movie like so many times because that like it bothered me. Yeah, so like I saw it in theater and I was like that fucking bothered me was there a car beside her so I had to wait and watch it again I watched this movie like a hundred times and at no point is there another car pinning up (laughs) against her to stop her from like exiting the car it's so
0: funny that you bring this up just because like I literally watched it today so when this scene happened I was like lady you're not going to move the cinder block with the fucking door that's what bothered me about it the same scene but it bothered me because she like hits the door fucking three or four times on the concrete, like, block, sorry, trying to move it or something. And you're like, do you, A, maybe, like, she has some superpowers that are about to kick in, and that block's going to just go flying. You you know what doesn't kick in? She's like a complete
1: retard. Huh? What doesn't kick in? Common fucking sense. Yeah. And so this is the
0: lady that's supposed to decide who's going to MIT and who's not going to MIT. I said MIT.
1: I said Caltech. MIT. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: Sorry, there's a whole like there's a big fucking issue there. If this is the lady, you don't just keep hitting the concrete side. I that bothered me too. I didn't think about the door side, like, why'd she try that side? That yeah. didn't occur to me. It's funny that you bring that up though, but I had the same like, well, that's stupid moment because yeah. I was like, you're not going to move that concrete so, so
1: that like that kind of bothered me. Um, another thing that bothered me, and I guess it doesn't show the fact that there isn't, but like, I don't like the fact that there is no norman osborne in our mcu yeah they um, just
0: like threw away all those characters in that well way. like
1: well because like well there's supposed to be like one be all end all company right and so in the spider-man yeah. world it is oscorp but there's no there's no stark industries yeah
0: you know, like,
1: like, like, like so i guess that's what it is so like still stark industries being a thing But like, whatever. I like the, how'd you like Charlie Cox just showing up being his lawyer?
0: It was, it was pretty good. Like I was going to get to that next as well. It's funny. We're in the same like wavelength with this. It was a fun little scene that was simple, nothing. Like there was not much to it. It was just a quick little cameo, but it was fucking awesome too. And it just opens the doorway for so many things. And I guess, uh, I don't even know where to begin with it all. It's just exciting, you know, so many of those scenes.
1: Yeah, like, this movie was, like, the epitome of, like, my childhood and then my teenage years, and it's just, like, I have always loved Spider-Man, always loved it. me
0: too. I think every boy goes, like, goes through a Spider-Man phase.
1: And the fact that they gave me all of the Spider-Men is, it was beautiful. Now, like, again, like, that being said, so, like, I'm going to be a little bit nitpicky, like, in the sense that, so are we never gonna get another like Doc Ock versus Peter Parker? Are we never gonna get another Electro versus Peter Parker, like Spider-Man? Are we never gonna get a a green uh green goblin versus Peter Parker? Like, because those are like prime villains. And now like I know that there's like there's gonna be hinting at Peter in the black suit because of like the post-credit scene. Yeah. But like there's so much more to 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 gain from this and like i For like sure. in Fe- in kevin feige i trust and like i know what they're doing it's just you know like we got vulture which was like a legit like like a legit villain then we got yeah. like and then there's like a sprinkling of other villains that are already in the spider man universe or at least like in the spider man universe i didn't see morbius and i don't know what era that is in but like, I think like, like is- I know that like the the characters that have been introduced already are yeah. Vulture, Scorpion, because Scorpion's that arm dealer that they meet on uh on that yacht in the first Spider Man in the Homecoming. Yeah. Um, and then there's who's the Mysterio, and and I'm and I'm like pretty sure Mysterio's still alive. Like I want him to still be alive. Like, I know that we got close to like a Sinister Six, but I really want a legit Sinister Six.
0: Yeah, there yeah. was a lot of good nods. So like, I feel like that's what Feige did or Feige or however the fuck you want to say his name. Feige,
1: Kevin Feige. Uh, I like He's the most Feige. famous man in um, comic books, but all right. It just
0: sounds cool. Uh Anyways, <laughs> I I think he just wanted to nod, make a nod, like a nod of the cap to fuck in those movies because he can't um redo them they were done well so why tell that story over again i agree with you like you know there they they were big parts of the story of spider-man so this universe without oscorp without like the green goblin without dr octopus is one of his like um teachers right university teacher
1: when he went to i think that's how it played out there's there's a couple of different variations on how they work out but yeah Yeah,
0: you know what I mean? he's an an idol
1: of Peter Parker. Yeah, he looks up to
0: him as a scientist and stuff like that, right? But it's just interesting how, okay, he's like, yeah, you know, these stories already did kind of get told. I don't really need to go there. There's a huge universe that I can tell stories of. I'll just say, fuck it, throw it away. I'm okay with that, you know?
1: Well, I'm okay with, like, not recycling villains. But, like, there there are a few of them. Like, Re-Goblin is, like, taking away the Riddler from Batman, yeah, like he's not the Joker, but like he's up there for villains. Like I think, I think it's like, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the the Joker for Batman is uh, for Spider Man is Venom, right? Um,
0: like I don't know. Venom was like, I don't think it was a constant storyline, really. You know what I mean? I think Green Goblin is more like the Joker in a lot of ways because yeah. he was like it was a pretty big part of the storyline at times. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey Spider-Man has good like pockets of stories. So it's like you can't really like it's not as comparable to Batman because Batman is like Joker keeps coming and coming and coming and coming and coming.
1: Yeah, but he also has like an onslaught of villains. There's not like every MC uh, every comic book hero does have their onslaught of villains, but yeah. I think I think that Spider-Man and Batman do have their own that really fucking stand out. Yeah. Out of all out of all the the main villains. I couldn't name mostly Batman and Spider Man villains.
0: Venom's one that got everyone excited for sure, but I feel like Green Goblin's a bigger
1: like nemesis to him in ways. Okay, so yeah, so then like if you're doing that, then you take away um, like a main villain that, that we could see later on. But who, yeah. who's to say that Norman Osborn doesn't buy Stark Industries, right? So like they they sold that like one building in the heart of New York City, right? So who's to say that? OsCorp doesn't start till later. Was there ever? I
0: just, I don't know why but my brain's like in Iron Man in one of the Iron Mans. Is there like a throwaway scene where they mention Norman Osborn?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Am I completely wrong? I don't know. I thought I remembered something like that. Along, obviously, you'd remember if it would be a thing. They I would
1: have-, have shat my pants if they mentioned Norman Osborn. To they should honest. have. Like they, they mentioned Stephen Strange in Captain America Two and right. that's kind of it
0: another thing about this is like dr strange get your shit together bro like you kind of fucked up like the whole world here because he's
1: you're... not it's not his fault man like you're 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 dealing with magic and it's a delicate business he has so why are one you spell... doing it in
0: the first place some teenager comes to you and he's like he's hey, arrogant, man, like, he's, I like arrogant.
1: he's 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 like i, I am like i should be the fucking supreme ruler of magicians or whatever it's fucking called yeah and he's not because he blipped
0: he shot the bed a little bit is all I'm i saying.
1: know of course he did but that comes with like thinking you're amazing
0: yeah i was just like it doesn't seem it's a totally it stark of move. like you i'd expect that from peter parker being a teenager but from like dr strange he's not a young man I didn't expect that from him. Yeah, I know, but but I, the, it is the thing about
1: Stephen Strange is that he's arrogant. That is he did his, it like, yet. it happens. That's, so that's his, his char- defining characteristic. It
0: just bothered me a little bit. I was like, right.
1: Because okay. he, he goes, and like he does magic because he can. So we found a way to do the spell. But then, like, it's one of those things of like, there should have been a couple follow up questions beforehand. So, like, you know, like what we're doing <laughs> is fucking everybody. And he goes, like, no, 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 not everybody. Let's just have, like, okay, can we yeah. have, like, this caveat? And then because Peter Parker keeps talking during the fucking spell, ruins the spell. Like It seemed you know, a little
0: goofy, but I guess that's very comic booky too.
1: Yeah. Like, if you were reading
0: that on paper, you I could see that being a scene. Yeah. So they kind of brought the comic to life in that sense, I guess. But yeah. It was just a little bit. Okay. And then the
1: reintroduction of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Tell me you didn't feel things.
0: It was fun. It was really, really fun. I liked there was some really funny comedic moments of like them kind of joking about their movies a little bit too yeah i felt like like andrew garfield being like emotional mm-hmm. a little bit dramatic about it all i fucking yeah. ate that up because i have i bitched about that if you recall yeah. and so i thought that was really funny it was cool seeing toby Maguire playing like the over the hill not over the hill spider-man but like on the hill, you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas the other two are still kind of climbing the hill, and then
1: like you know the owl my back, like he has like a lower back that thing, was and it's like...
0: fucking great scene. So unnecessary, but like hey, like let me crack your back for you because they're bros. Yeah. They don't even fucking really know each other, but they know like we're brothers. We're the yeah. three. Like we and I love, I love Peter Parker. Are we gonna like you went off on this with Loki and the like uh, Owen Wilson and fucking uh, Tom Hiddleston's bond and relationship and you want to see them on a jet ski i want to see the three spider-man on a jet ski in a buddy spider-man movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> well the only reason why i want to see owen wilson on a jet ski is because he really fucking loves jet skis like it's not yeah. like a thing i wanted to oh uh, man just owen wilson on a jet ski it's just what i i didn't get why you
0: were so under that but i i took it in my brain as like tom's fantasy of the happy ending, and so I was like, I'll just use that as a reference point to tell you what I would like to see.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if we're ever going to get a movie like this ever again. I mean, we're still in the multiverse, right? So anything can happen, but right now, there's nothing that introduces, like, what's going to happen with Spider-Man. I think that there might be some kind of announcement at D23, but even if it does happen at D23, can it involve Spider-Man? Because... Sony still owns Spider-Man, and I don't know if Tom Holland has signed another contract. Like, like uh, here's, here's my big thing. Like, some actors get it. Like, Chris Hemsworth fucking gets it. He will play Thor until we ask him nicely to stop. Yeah. And that's how you got to kind of, like, when you get signed on to be a comic book character, especially when you're on this convoluted, you got to go until your story ends. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned... Peter Parker's story has just begun. Spider-Man has just fucking begun. Because that is the Spider-Man that we all know and love. That no one knows. Now nobody knows who he is. Nobody. And he is alone. And he's just trying to do the right thing. And it is. He's like, this is like the character building of Spider-Man. Like, there's no more Stark Stark money to lean on. There's no... There's no That's way... great,
0: though, too. That's what I wrote down. Like, I wrote down a couple notes I was telling you before the pod. The last thing I wrote in brackets was back to the basics because yeah. this is a Spider-Man that, like, we knew of the comic. No one fucking knew who he was. He's Spider-Man. He's full-blown Spider-Man, and it's like, it adds so much to the story to me. Yeah, He's back to the basics. It's back to yeah. Spider-Man. And, like, fucking uh, what's it? Jay Jameson is just there, like, who is this masked man and like i love that scene yeah. too because that's what it was you know like the cartoon era and stuff like that right yes. it's it's back to the basics yeah
1: and i always think that J.J jones jameson's big beef with peter uh, with spider-man is that the fact that he doesn't know who he is
0: 100%. so he wants
1: to drop like nah not on my watch i gotta know who you are bro <laughs> he plays
0: the alex jones so good
1: yes like, that's exactly, exactly kind of what he's like, doing yeah, I think especially I feel when like you did the supplements, the JJ and Jameson supplements.
0: Yeah. It was <laughs> solid. I just it was really enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Um, um moving away from that, and did you have something sorry?
1: I don't know, man, like I just like as far as comic book movies, like this was like the most comic booky comic book movie there was. What I really like was like one thing like I really like the Doctor Strange is in it. Like, one of my big complaints about other comic book standalone comic book movies, is the fact that other Avengers or other people that are literally in the same fucking city aren't involved at all. Like, it always bothered me. It always bothered me to the point of just, like, what, were you fucking busy that day? Like, what, what happened? Like, Thor Dark World, where the world is under attack and it's only up to Thor... Where is everybody? Yeah. Where's Shield at this point? Where's this? Like, where? where is X-Men, everyone? X Men,
0: everyone. Like,
1: yeah, like, like, they're like, we, we, like, you've already introduced these people. We know that they exist. What? No one's going to get on the fucking horn and be like, yo, Cap, <laughs> Thor needs some help. And that fucking would be Germany. great, too.
0: Like, if it was just a courtesy call, like, hey, man, just check it in. Like, do you need me to come for this one? I saw it on the news. No, no, no. I, I think I got it in control. I'll call you if shit, like, is really fucked up. And then, like, that's it. You know, and, and I thank you for that. Because now I know that you know that I know that yeah. these people are in the same fucking city.
1: Yeah, like, and then like it, it, what I like about the whole fact that no one knows who Spider-Man is anymore, it helps Hawkeye be a little bit better. Because like, I, I, like at any point, Hawkeye can be like, yo, Spider-Man, can you help me out? I'm going up the gates to Kingpin. I could really <laughs> use some help. All I have is bows and arrows. But he has no idea who he fucking is now. Yeah. And then and those are the things that always kind of bother me about the MCU is that there's everyone knows and then just everyone like you're on a same fucking team like if i needed help moving i would call a buddy like i don't understand if i have to help save the world it's not entirely up to me
0: no and if there's this code
1: of like uh, heroes where you're just like don't get them uninvolved unless they're from another planet yeah
0: pretty much And, and also like you know, heroes who we look up to—you'd think that they'd have, be humble enough to ask for help. You know what I mean? They would be foolish. But I'm just gonna handle this on my own. Yeah. They would be smart enough to just like be like, "Yo, man, you want
1: to help me out?" Yo, Hulk, I need a fucking hand with this one. Or yeah. fucking, hey, Cap, I need a fucking hand. Yeah, Tony, are you can you just like dr- fly in real quick? I know, it'll take you minutes to get here in your fucking suit. Send a few drones if you can't come. Yeah. Something. Something. No, and that's and so that's what I like about this is that like Peter needed help. He knew where Doctor Strange was, went to where Doctor Strange was, and then dealt with it.
0: Yeah. No, that was good. Very good. Very well done. I Although I
1: do find Doctor Strange cares more about Peter Parker than he like should. Yeah. They're so, like... like. They save the world together in Endgame, and then like, but here's the thing. They both blip. They meet one day in space. They try to stop Thanos together. There is no like real bonding moment between the two of them. No. And yet here is Doctor Strange at the end of the movie going, "The people who love you, we will." <sighs> cuz he meets like he means it cuz he means he loves the kid. But yeah. like, dude, this is like the third time you're meeting Peter Parker.
0: I have a theory to deal with that. I think that Uh, strange had a good relationship with iron man and he saw how much iron man revered parker and like looked at him as a son in ways and like kind of took him under his wing and then he knew strange knew that he passed so he's like i'm someone needs to love this fucking kid teenager and guide him a little bit i'm all of the older generation it could just be that
1: well yeah it could just be that but also then where is he earlier like you know what i mean like yeah like he has to like reintroduce himself and he's like yeah no i remember you from when we fought thanos don't worry about a kid but like like there's like if you're gonna be a president's presence in someone's life he's not gonna like magically watch a kid from a distance and if he's doing that then then you're
0: talking about like the god complex right now of like i have your back and i love you and you just have faith in me and i'll take every back (laughs) deal with that shit on your own i'm not fucking helping you with that are you yeah. fucking kidding me right now? How dare you ask me to help you that? Fuck you! All yeah. your kids, I don't give a shit. Fuck off! Hell, like, yeah, it's the god thing, right? It doesn't yeah. make sense.
1: Yeah. So there's just a whole, a whole bunch of like things that like I don't know, like a great movie, right? I, honestly, that's just me being nitpicky. I'm like, yeah. I fucking loved it. Like me, I feel like we on...
0: talked about this and you just shit all over it for the first
1: like while. Well, and well, I'm, but here's like, the thing, but like, Tom. It was great. I love this movie. Like I'm I love this movie, you. but like. In any conversation, you got to point out that it's not perfect. No, of course. Like, you got to ask, like you got to ask, like there's things, like there's questions, and like the biggest one is that, like, but like I love the movie. Like the the death of M may meant something to me. The yeah, those moments with Happy Hogan, they meant something. You know, like having like the characters they chose to come in, mean something, and I just. I, I want more Spider-Man, and it's a problem because I like that's like the one I want the most, and here we are we're like here's a fucking She-Hulk, attorney at law. And I'm like, well, you're not fucking Spider-Man. Pretty much, there's uh, so
0: much going on. That's like a tough part of it all. Some of these shows are getting lost in the matrix because there's so much now. Well, you, you can I don't still know. come I back watch all of them. to them.
1: I watch all of them. Yeah, Miss Marvel was amazing. Too.
0: Yeah, I got to get to that one. It's on the list.
1: Yeah, you, I think you're like three shows behind, are you not?
0: Uh, I, Well, I got the Star Wars stuff to watch still. Or no, wait, I watched Obi Wan, but I still got Mandalorian to finish and might miss some one other one. Miss I, don't know, I one. don't know
1: what you haven't seen in the MCU. Did you Fed watch Man. Moon Knight?
0: Yes, I watched Moon Knight.
1: Yeah. Other I than... think
0: I'm up to date on the Marvel shows other than uh, Miss Marvel now.
1: Yeah, Miss Marvel was really good. I, I'm like, like people like people talk about these shows like they're supposed to like and they're getting upset about the fact that these shows or these new movies are not targeted at Marvel fans. And I was like, because they don't need to target a Marvel fans. We're going to go. Yeah, we're going to watch them and you make the target audience someone different. We're still going to watch it. So if it's something if like if She-Hulk is something I can watch with my girlfriend and she'll enjoy it fucking down that is something's gonna bring us together like i'm super into that Because like there's a lot of talk to like she hulk is gonna be a lot like sex in the city but with comic book characters i like if that's something that like i can watch with someone i care about then i'm so fucking in like sure. it, it, it's it because like i'm already on board because i'm not i'm gonna lose my mind at all the cameos i'm gonna lose my mind at like because like, she hogs are very interesting characters. A lot of, like Deadpool. She'll break the fourth wall. There's a whole bunch of other stuff. So, like, I'm already on board. Interesting. Yeah, she's a lawyer too, right? Yeah. So Which maybe
0: like, Matt Murdock will see something going on there probably too. Yeah. If they're both
1: attorneys. Yeah. No, exactly. Like, and like, Thanks to Reason. So, like, with all the cameos that are supposed to be in this, this is supposed to have, like, a ton of fucking cameos. Oh, nice. So, so like, I'm just super down to see where this goes because, like, if like I know anything about Marvel, it's just it's these little things that are eventually gonna create this one huge thing. And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, I'm down for whatever. Like I'm pleased and thank you. I will sit down and watch all of these things. One of the ones
0: I'm aching for, which they just kind of uh said something about it the other day, Loki season two. Yeah, I'm aching, aching to watch more of that shit. Yeah. that was Go so good. I wanna I think I'm gonna rewatch season one. I think I need to. I want to see that scene again with uh uh Kang yeah or whoever the man who without a name or whatever the
1: fuck i want to
0: see all that again
1: yeah that was that was a good and then that was like a powerful scene and it was a great introduction to kang right Mm -hmm. like when you meet his other variants so like it makes me like wonder like what are we gonna see like what's in store for us what's gonna happen like i don't i don't really know like and then like we're like uh, there's we didn't get to see it. I'm assuming that after D23, we're probably going to get all the trailers that were, saw, were seen at Comic Con, but weren't yeah. released. So, like, there was the Ant uh, Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania, where Ant Man's like, I'm an Avenger. And then the Ken goes, Oh, have I killed you before? Or something like that. And then, like, there's like these holy fuck scenes of just like, I can't wait. Like, Interesting. So- I, ha- I think I'm one behind on Ant Man. Like there's two
0: movies and that'll be the third one that's coming out. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta watch two then, I think. At and
1: the Wasp, something like that. Then how did Endgame make sense to you?
0: Maybe I did watch it then. I don't know. I'm confused. There's so many. I'm sure I watched it. Endgame did make sense to me, so
1: yeah, because yeah, you got you have to know what happens to Scott Lang at the end of Qua and the Wasp to know what happens to like yeah. And then I also watched the I am Groot, like the little mini shorts. They're like five minutes long, but in reality they're like two and a half minutes long, and then another two and a half minutes are credits. Interesting. And, and I gotta say, it's just an adorable little short. And what's that on? It's on Disney Plus. It's just okay. like there's like five of them.
0: Interesting. Yeah,
1: you get it done in 20 minutes. It there's they're adorable, it's just baby Groot being baby Groot and just getting mixing it up, being a bit of a dickhead, but like also being adorable while he's doing it. Nice, and so like it's just like I'm super down. I don't know, it's
0: just I feel like Rocket Raccoon's a bit of a bad influence on that kid.
1: I feel maybe, and like uh, what I also heard, but like it made me want to go back to the Guardians of Galaxy, which is what I recently did. Like, I recently watched Gala Guardians of Galaxy one and two. I'm uh, like uh, you're aching for the second season of Loki I'm aching for volume 3 of Guardians of the Galaxy I'm aching for the Christmas special of Guardians of the Galaxy that's that so gonna, weird like there like I, uh, like I'm I'm fucking stoked
0: I'm curious that's for damn sure I actually listened to a podcast a little back a little while back the Wastelanders Marvel okay. Wastelanders and there was a really good uh Rocket Raccoon and what's the what's the guy's name Peter Quill yeah sorry Peter Quill and Rocket Raccoon the two of them are like old and it's uh after like the apocalypse has happened and apocalypse is in charge of the planet and Craven the hunter is his like hitman to keep things in order in the land and it's like really it's a it was a really fucking good like I think I'm gonna say 10 episodes maybe 12 episodes similar to like the Batman one uh that I told you about there yeah, it was fucking pretty entertaining. Like, and it just got me into the world a little bit more of Guardians of the Galaxy because you're listening, and they had like good actors for Peter Quill and uh, Rocket Raccoon. It was really fun to listen to.
1: Yeah, no, I, um, I think that'd be amazing. Like, that sounds like an amazing listen. I'll have to get on that right now. I'm, uh, I've been checking out not our competition, but like we've been. I'm not sure if you've been paying attention to our Instagram at all, Sean, but like I've been, I want to make some shout outs because I did the, a few weeks ago, I did the Star Wars uh, trivia competition. I represented our podcast and did terribly, but um, we made like, we're kind of reaching out and making new friends. So like, I, I'm just going to go through a, a, some quick shout outs real quick on the pod here. Um, I'm just going to find the list that I have. Sounds good. But um I haven't listened to your
0: episode of Star Wars yet. I gotta get on that shit. I like those guys too; they're fun to listen
1: to. No, they're fun to listen to. Um, so uh, they don't have it on their list. So I'm pretty sure what it was was, um, uh, Earth eight nine four. Um, that they were involved. Nathan for us. Uh, kickball Kids. Uh, we, they had a representative of the Star Wars pod, which was um, the the one of the co-hosts' brother. Um, we had they had uh, two black nerds and the not so serious podcast, and yeah. like, and it was just a good way for us to like connect, and like it was fun. It was like funny. It was. You know, like instead of me doing well, I just crack jokes the whole time. Like I nice. just I don't like the one. Like at one point, like they're like, "What kind of asteroid? Uh, uh, what kind of droid is R two D 2 I'm like, I, I don't fucking know. Like really, I, I mean, I love Star Wars, but like, you gotta really fucking love Star Wars to like, like. Do you know that? Yeah, garbage can droid isn't he? No not even a little bit and then they told me the answer and i still don't know
0: what it is yeah it was some class of like android that you're like oh
1: yeah oh excuse me oh right now
0: pardon me then that's funny yeah there's like you've said it a couple times like sean you're the expert you know everything about star trek you're the expert i'm like man i don't know shit i know some stuff like i remember a lot i could probably do pretty damn good in trivia but i don't know everything there's people who know like fucking fuck tons more than me that can name like every admiral that's ever been named in the show and every captain and you're like i can name everyone every character in every show yeah but not the characters they discussed not like dates and fucking fiction fictional dates like i'm lost on that but there is people out there who are the encyclopedias of everything
1: yeah no for sure
0: i'm sure we both know sports guys
1: like that are like, hey, in 1986, do
0: you know who was it? And they're like, yep. And we're like, holy fuck That was my
1: dad. If you ask him year and draft number, like he didn't tell you. That's awesome. Yeah, you were that saying
0: was... that that he knew just like a plethora of fucking information about just shit like that. hockey. Too all. much. Where you're like the draft day thing, especially, right?
1: Yeah, just like <laughs> Jesus Christ, and then like. <laughs> who got the winning goal of this fucking Stanley Cup series? Oh, well, actually, it turned out to be this so, so, so person who got the pass from this person and this person. And then that's just funny. Like Jesus, fu- Jesus my dad's ours. got a
0: bit of that for the Oilers, but he can mm-hmm. name off some of that shit for sure.
1: Yeah. So, but
0: yeah, I'll yeah. check out those podcasts. Yeah. So, like what, you're saying. like, what Shout I'm out. saying is,
1: like, you know, we've been, you know, kind of connecting with other, uh, uh, other podcasts too. So, I've been checking them out, doing my homework, and then, uh, I'm going to be talking about She-Hulk in September with the guys from Earth 894. Really nice guys out of Chicago. Um, cool. I wrote our down relationship the podcast still strong with the guys in Star Wars. Like I'll probably pop in for I'm hoping to pop in for Andor. Maybe I'll pop in later, I don't know. But like I've talked I think the few times I've been on the show, I've talked about Marvel. I wouldn't mind giving my take on Andor and all that yeah. stuff. Like that when that show comes out, I'm fucking down. Um and just meeting new guys, like you know, you, you get and it helps like promote our podcast and like you know, and like I want to do them solid. Like you and I aren't really like the have guests on kind of show unless you happen to be a sides. And then like it it's like a great way, so like th- like check out their podcast if you want to learn more about the MCU or movies in general or stuff like that. Check these guys out. Yeah, They're, definitely. They they bring their that's what you want unless you want to hear about an mcu movie that came out eight to nine months uh, eight to nine months ago then like we're the show for you that's funny
0: yeah um no it's fun to get out there and do stuff like that i thought about it at times like reaching out to ari schafer and you know maybe tom segura and bork i wouldn't mind being a guest on their shows um i've, I've sent them emails we talk back and forth but it's hard to get dates down yeah, and they there's also me to come star trek person.
1: podcasts like we follow a star trek podcast on our instagram and like I, I haven't done it because I haven't gotten your permission to do it, but I want to reach out to them on your behalf going Yeah,
0: on. I'll do anything.
1: Yeah, just to go. in fucking
0: podcast horror, I will be on any show, anytime, anywhere, if I can. Yeah. And I'll try to be as entertaining as possible. And I'll also try to dial down the swearing a little bit for that yeah. episode.
1: It's a lot easier when it's somebody else's show, I think.
0: Yeah, it'd be like formal. I'll put a dress shirt on and shit. You
1: should... <laughs> well, if you're doing a Star Trek podcast, you should dress in Uniform. your... Uh... Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh. fucking rights. <laughs> I'm gonna take that shit seriously. Now, there's a lot of things like that. Um, different communities as well. Like even my interests, like some of the hobbies, like silver. Um, coin collecting and stuff like that. I could easily go on a show like that and talk with those guys for fucking days about that stuff. And it just attracts people to us in general, which is interesting about our show. Is some of the people that listen are like just interested in hearing what we have to say too. They're interested in our relationship and the bond and the ride that we've taken people on. Like you know, we yeah. always joke we're pop culture, but we also just shoot the shit and whatever the fuck's going on in our lives. And well, tune in.
1: Yeah, that's the we've gone away from pop culture. Um, we you over, say that, but we talk about it every fucking episode, we, we do, but like we're not present, like it's, and then there's a lot of like uh past stuff. And there's a speaking of past stuff, there's a movie I watched recently. did you ever watch The Sorcerer's Apprentice with Nicolas Cage and Jay Baruchel
0: Okay, I, I want to say yes, but it's it was like a one-watch. The only
1: reason I bring it up is because for one scene and one small scene only. There is a hipster emo dude working at a radio station, and he's played by Ethan Peck. That's funny. And it's great.
0: What was there was something else with Ethan Peck recently that I was like, oh, shit. He, oh, he was uh, young Kelso on that 70s show when they did like flashbacks. Oh, my God. He what He was stuff. really. Yeah. I just
1: had the flashback in my head right now. He definitely fucking was.
0: Yeah, it was really funny when someone said because he's like stone and a laughing dorky kid. And you're like, that's awesome yeah it's funny these actors like that we that are in stuff in the matrix for as long as we watch tv and then we see them in in, like a primary role we have no idea who they are but we just like them and then you start looking back in their career and you're like holy shit i've been watching this person for like 25 years yeah you know i like i like your point we again kind of drifted away from what you were talking about like reaching out to other podcasts helping to promote other podcasts like fucking rights man yeah. Everybody has like their own little dream. I keep fucking with people. I've had a couple of people ask me recently, how's the podcast going? I'm like, ah, it's going not too bad. Like, you know, we're pulling in roughly $4,000 a month uh, between the two of us doing the pod. And I started and they're like, holy shit. I'm like, I'm just fucking with you. We're not making anything. We're just doing this for the joy of doing it. You know what I mean? But yeah. reaching out to other podcasts and learning their tricks of the trade. And like, we are podcasters now. We get enjoyment out of it. I like doing the interviews. You know what I mean? We've tried to have some people on like friends and a lot of family, like you said too, but it's fun to, uh, I think we could have anybody on to discuss any subject and we could make it interesting and talk with them and enjoy the podcast too. Right. Yeah. I look forward to us like evolving through the years and we're at episode 71. This is right now, right. We're still babies, you know, we're figuring this out.
1: Yeah. We're yeah. We know like, what was the mac malcolm gladwell you need ten thousand hours to be good at something yeah and like i mean the rate we're going we're still doing things but we are far away from our ten thousand. Yeah. episode
0: oh for but, sure we're over 100 hours though right now of content which is pretty fucking
1: amazing yeah so and it's all about like making things like more present like i've like i've been actually avidly working on our instagram a lot uh trying to like you know get our posts but also like reaching out to other podcasts and making sure that like we're following other podcasts and all that stuff and then like you you have no idea how far it goes when you can just like you shoot them a message or you shoot them like a little bit of a just like comment on their shit or you do do something like that like like if you go through like i try to make sure like i like everyone's stuff although yeah, we the community falling. yeah yeah i stopped following one guy today i didn't know i like, think i have no idea who he was and started following a random podcast i was like okay well, this guy's all about movies and they had like five like anti anti uh biden pro trump and i was like i yeah, don't give I give a shit about that out. it's not about yeah. that it's just like i don't want politics at all in my fucking life so yeah everybody like
0: no i get that like i like
1: it, it, you could have been the opposite way and i would have been like you know what no thank you no boy bueno, i do that right? all
0: the time with even like people on facebook that i have that i've known for years they start spewing too much shit about like politics and canada and trudeau and this and blah 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 that i'm like yeah i don't want to see that shit by. yeah yeah you know, no, so and- I, I don't want that in my spectrum of life at this point i don't want negativity of any kind really if i can if i can just stick to like happy things you know a little bit i don't mean to be that way entirely, you know. I, I always like to have a full open mind, but there's certain things where I'm just like, I don't no, know. It,
1: But it's not like, it's not like, I don't know, like you and I don't spout our political views here. We're not a political no. podcast. If we have something
0: We're- important to say, we do say it. If it's relevant, like you, you know, we brought up the uh. The abortion stuff recently because it's important to us. We talked a little bit about COVID. We tried so fucking hard to avoid talking about COVID, yeah. but it still came up from time to time because it's relevant to our lives when shit would happen. So that's like what we're going to be and what we always will be is just if it's relevant, we'll talk about it, unless it's Star yeah. Trek and then we'll have to talk about it a few weeks later.
1: Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> but, um, well, no, and, and, And then, but that's the joy of this podcast. Like there's also like the, like it's also you and I giving our insights on things, which is also like the reason we started this show was for you and I to get to know each other. So when you, when we do have an opinion on someone's like, Oh, I didn't know Tom was fucking into that. Or, Oh man, Sean is passionate about that kind of stuff. Oh, we learn
0: shit about each other every week. You know what I mean? And even if it's as simple as pushing someone's button, one of us learns like, oh, that bothers him when I fucking do that. Okay, yeah. now I know. Yeah. And it's like the evolution of us getting to know each other and having a relationship.
1: Yeah. And like we still like joyous. Yeah. And we still tune in like every like every week like regardless of how I feel about you. Right now we're at complete dismay for one another. Um, just pure hatred. Wow. That's a little extreme. I feel like I'm it's kidding. mostly love. <laughs> I was kidding. like there's been a few bad ones.
0: I didn't think it was that bad.
1: <laughs> the few instances. Just wait till Christmas comes along and we do our festival episode where Sean, I have a few fucking grievances and you're gonna Pretty hear much. about them.
0: Um yeah, I've already got a list started. It's not too many things, like eight pages, not a big deal. Eight
1: pages. Front and back. Okay.
0: <laughs> Single spaced. <laughs> um no, uh, what do you got
1: planned for this weekend? Anything crazy? Uh, no, I, I gotta. I'm kind of taking things easy. Like, so I really want to go to the World Juniors, but there's a caveat. So it, you got like you can pay them off in like monthly installments, which is fine. But like, I have two tickets to the Mooseheads, and they're like, you can get your tickets, your seats for the World Juniors if you want them. It costs this much, and you get 21 games, and um and uh and and you get to go to every fucking game you want, and and then you go like cool. I would like just one of my seats, please, because I can't afford six hundred and twenty five dollars a month to for three months. Like I can't like who can do that,
0: yeah. No shit. And
1: then they're like, uh huh. Fuck you. (laughs)
0: That's shitty.
1: So you got to buy both. So right now I'm on the hunt for who can A commit. Partner. Yeah. Who, who wants to commit with me? And I have till the 26th to figure that out. Um
0: Honestly, if someone does do this, like reaching out through the podcast, how it would be fucking awesome. Awesome to go yeah. see those games. And like, they like to have the memory. Right.
1: Yeah. like And that's like, that's why I'm trying to like make it happen. Because like, this is like, once in a lifetime, like they're like, it's awesome. Like, like yeah. in, and, and then in my head, I'm just like, man, maybe I'll just like wait and then I'll come back to Halifax in 10 years huh. or something. And then like, I'll be 40. That's for not me. how you
0: do life. You fucking get out. you get out there.
1: No, exactly. Find someone. No, no. And that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to find someone that'd be willing nice. to like, all right, man, it's going to be this much a month. And then or even like, find
0: two people and they can split it half seas or something. Like there's gotta be a way.
1: Yeah. And then, and then, like, you know, you like, if you can't go to a game... Like, the cool thing about my work schedule is, like, I can make my fucking work schedule. And yeah. I do not give a fuck. I'm not missing a single game. Yeah. I am doing, like... If I have to do 5 a.m. to 1, uh, 1 p.m. and then just do all the games, I'm doing that. So be it. Yeah. It's like, it's, sorry, it's just the way things are going that week. It's...
0: Pretty much, yeah.
1: Yeah, so... Yeah, Nothing but, wrong
0: with that. That'd be exciting, dude, if yeah. you could work that
1: out. So, like, I'm trying to get that going. So, like, I'm trying to, like, and then I'm also, like, I'm also trying to think of the, the future of, like, you know, I'm starting to, like, maybe I should stop spending here, stop spending there, just, like, stop doing, like, certain Thomas things and start saving for, like, the future and stuff like that.
0: That is, like, kind of a little bitch talk. I'm not going to lie. I think yeah. you should spend all your money on you because we could all fucking die tomorrow if a rock hits the earth. Yeah. So I'm going to save for my future and then yeah, then what the fuck? Then we're all dead and you didn't have Well, like all of it, but I got to I got to like
1: rein it in a little bit. Like I can't just <laughs> I know. do everything I want all the time, which is kind of how You're I right. live my life. Which is <laughs>
0: As long as like there's a fine balance to everything in life, I've discovered, you know, you have to like suffer a little bit sometimes and work hard a little bit sometimes and always be in balance with things it's good to have fun but it's also good to like put your head down.
1: you have to repeat that sean your uh your internet went a little bit wonky here
0: hard and buckle down
1: hey oh all right cool So you're just gonna have to repeat all of that life advice you just gave me. Man, I
0: had like so much good shit in that statement, and then you're like, "Yeah, it's all gone." You got to repeat it, and it kicked me out. And I was like, "Man, I was on such a good like fucking tear there. I can't redo that." That No, no one one heard it. Once I heard it, I got so angry at myself afterwards. I was like, "I'm going to get a fucking internet booster like today." That is goddamn it. No, I'm really upset. But anyways, yeah. So get out there and do whatever the fuck I was saying you should do. And speaking of regrets. um, You don't
1: want to try it all. I mean, we're back on the podcast. Like, you want to just like. It's gone. There's no. I'm not
0: going to try. I'm not even going to fucking try to repeat. I was on such a good inspirational tear, but there's no point in trying to like redo. what I can't get back on that train. I'm angry now because I'm like this motherfucking goddamn internet. But that's (laughs) life. (laughs) <laughs> fired up um so yeah' talking about regrets because I that's a regret now that uh, that's but speaking of regrets I didn't know fucking know Tom Segura was coming to town this weekend and like, like Amy Sh- Schumer and there's like a whole outdoor comic festival going on in Edmonton this weekend that yeah. I found out last night I was like what the fuck? Um, lots of good people, so I might try to like. Angle. Dude,
1: definitely get last minute tickets. I'm
0: Do gonna it. look into it. That's for sure.
1: You you don't realize how great of a comedy town Edmonton actually is. You've
0: been saying this to me, and I've been looking lately, and I I found shit, but they're not like they don't advertise through Ticketmaster, fucking barely for anyone. No, no, no. That's you gotta you gotta lately. go to, to the sources.
1: Though. That's the problem. Yeah, advertisement for comedy shows are few and far between like if anything you got to start commenting what's the the comic strip right comic and, strip uh, and
0: yuck Yucks in edmonton as well yeah so and you i gotta, think there's one more too there's yeah, like so a you bunch gotta of-
1: follow those on instagram you gotta follow yeah uh you gotta follow like the comedians that you like yeah. because they'll they'll, they'll they'll they will definitely tell you when they're coming that's why i got my tickets to tom Segura in october that's how i got my tickets to john mulaney in november like For sure you know for a fact that you are ha- you're in for these like really good shows, and you need to like and especially like Just for Laughs kind of happens in Edmonton. Like there's a lot of like things that Just for Laughs will present, and then they'll do it in Edmonton because Edmonton right. is a great, great comedy town.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm gonna look into it. Like you, I'm going out on a date tonight with my lady. And I'm gonna see what I can swing afterwards. If not that, I'm gonna look into tomorrow. I can't guarantee anything at this point, but I just, I'd I'd love to see Tom Segura, and I she really likes Amy Schumer, and Amy Schumer's coming too. So I was like, maybe we go see the whole fucking shabazz.
1: Yeah, like I. Honestly, if you have the income... Like if you yeah, it income. depends
0: on the means. I got to look it up, look at tickets and stuff yeah. like that and see. But it, it's something where I'm like, if I could pull it off, it'd be awesome. If not, well, then next time. But I'm going to start paying a lot more fucking attention to this. That's you,
1: sure. you got it because like, I met Burt Kreischer in Edmonton.
0: It hurt. I, I remember seeing pictures of that when you did actually on yeah. Facebook, I think.
1: Yeah. I and was like, like,
0: who's that shirtless fool? And that's how I actually heard the machine for the first time. I went and looked him up after that, after yeah. seeing that, and sure enough, yeah. I met Steve O in Edmonton. That's funny.
1: Yeah, he, like the amount, like the like com- comedians don't go everywhere, but for some fucking reason, they come to Edmonton. Oh, huh. Joe Rogan, I saw in Edmonton.
0: Yeah, he comes to Edmonton. I knew yeah. that. I missed that
1: yeah. too. I was seen Yeah, I saw Tom Segura. I saw Burr Kreischer. I saw. I like, the, the amount of people that just go up to the Jubilee and do a show, is. <laughs> I, gotta, I wanted to
0: ask you this. I listened to Two Bears One Cave the other day, and uh they they were talking about who's more marryable, Tom yeah. Segura or Bert Kreisner. Who would you rather marry?
1: Um uh I think I would marry Tom to be really, honest. Really, I
0: I thought that's the popular answer, but honestly, you're more of a Bert guy. He wants no, to get no, fucked because, up and no, no, go on no. adventure. Here's, here's
1: the thing is I'm more like Bert in personality. Yeah. I need someone. If I we're talking marriage, to I need you. someone to rein me in. Fair Bert enough. will just placate me to yeah. the very like. I he'd be like, "Yeah, that was a fucking great idea. Let's fucking do it." Whereas, <laughs> You're right. Like, I need both of you be like, would be so,
0: so amped, but everyone would want to invite Bert and Tom somewhere. Yeah, like you like, guys together would be like fucking energy house. Yeah, and then so. we
1: would be fucking broke in fucking uh, uh in September. I guess. Yeah, like, you wrong. need you need someone like it's I need someone in. to kind of like rein me in a little bit, like because yeah, like, like, oh you want to do that? Let's fucking do that. Like like like, like uh, you want to? Oh, let's figure it the fuck out. Yeah, let's <laughs> fucking oh, it's fucking awesome. Yeah, like oh, you want to drink till like four in the morning? Let's fucking do it. Like
0: <laughs> I think like like, in, like let's just go with this scenario. I have I married in one light timeline. I married Tom in one timeline. I married Bert. I feel like I couldn't keep up with Bert. He would just tire me out, and we'd end up getting divorced.
1: And that's like, the other thing too. Like, like if you look at Bert's actual wife, all she does is rein him in. Yeah. Like you hear the Two Bears One K podcast, how he talks about his wife. Like yeah. he loves his wife, but also like she's sometimes a bit of a dream killer.
0: It's a bit of a show that he puts on for that too. It's just funny because yeah. he's a comedian. He he rings it up a little bit, but um you'd have to they have a good life together for sure so then flip into the other side of, of tom i feel like i couldn't stay with tom either i don't think i can have a
1: lasting marriage with either of them oh, Well, yeah i mean those are the two options though right i know i'm what, just what saying like, Who do you think is the more mariable out of the two of us
0: we're both mariable in our own rights and that's the oh, same don't give me a political
1: those- answer man like you can give a reason why you think it's you
0: I, i'm not saying either way i i think we're both like i'm just being honest here you really can't fucking go wrong either way you know what i mean They're, we both have really good redeeming attributes not to toot our horns or anything but like neither of us has anything that's out of control whereas like bert's drinking is out of control you know what i mean like in that kind of shit like you're not out of control you're just you like to have fun you know, no. I, I don't see, I see either of us being a good option in that way. I'm not even taking the political road. I'm just being honest.
1: Yeah. I appreciate it. I like, I was thought you we were both have like, big hearts. I, I both, was like, waiting for you to go like, here's why I'm better than you, Tom. I thought
0: <laughs> about, I, got, I don't have anything like negative to say in that sense, which is good. Like it, we're two different flavors of ice cream. I'm mint chocolate chip and you're Rocky road. Yeah. Both delicious.
1: I mean, sure. you I, I'm not big on having like mint in my.
0: I stunted you a little bit there with my ice cream references. You're like, uh, I got to like think about this. I don't flavors. think I've had
1: either one of them.
0: No, I don't know. I like Rocky Road. Just a name that I know. How have you not had mint chocolate chip ice cream? You've never had it? Is that what you're saying to me right now? Never?
1: When caramel exists, anything with caramels takes the cake over anything else.
0: Okay, so I take back what I said earlier. Um, definitely I'm more married. <laughs> because I've had my chocolate chip ice cream and I fucking enjoy it. <laughs> um, uh, anywho. <laughs> carrying on. Uh, fuck it, eh? Those guys are funny, though. I do like listening to it's some of their like, podcasts
1: it's a great show and like i like the dynamic of just best friends giving like i love when best friends give each other shit yeah because it's the it's the funniest fucking thing in the world where like you can just like you know no matter what you can say whatever you want to that person and then fucking and it's fine i like Like, it when you're
0: out in public and other people People like you're not used to the level of that, and they hear you and they're like, Jesus Christ, what's wrong with those two? Yeah, that's funny because best friends are like that, or great friends yeah.
1: are like that. Yeah, like I like I love it. Like there's moments where I can give my buddy Zach or my buddy Marty just like that, m- Morgan fucking Addy, of just like like shit for like no reason. I'm just like, where do you get off thinking like this? Like, who do you fuck do you think you are? Of just oh, my buddy Tyson. I give him I give him the business all the time i have to like reassure him. like tyson i love you but what the fuck like what like where where's your thought process here like what what's going on how did you get from a to b here what
0: like <laughs> i gotta be honest with you here yeah um this is a sides attribute we are really good shit givers yes it's like a natural skill that sides men have we are really good at calling people on their shit i like, yes. it's just a natural thing it can go out of control Like, my dad talked to me about that, like, concerning him and his brothers at times, is they do it too much. And that's what wedged them at times, because they were all that way.
1: Well, that's one thing I learned it from, because the dynamic that my dad and Uncle Sparky used used to have couldn't be beat. They would, honestly, you could tell they were brothers from the way they would just bicker at one another. Oh, for sure. Like, Chris, my dad never drove. Sparky drove him fucking everywhere and then meanwhile they would just drive each other insane I remember once my dad told me a story of how like uncle Sparky had to drive him somewhere but uncle Sparky brought his girlfriend so my dad had like manners so like he had to sit in the front but like he let the girl have all the leg room so like he pulled the seat up like you know that scene in As Good As It Gets where (laughs) Jack Nicholson just like pulls the seat up way to the front where he's like yeah no problem you're good like it was it was like that. But then like Uncle Sparky is a fucking lovable weirdo where he will play the music of Looney Tunes. Yeah. Not not like not the actual music, but like the they had like orchestras doing the like going up the, the stairs, going down. Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So like it would be that. And like, that's what he's listening to on his consent of the fucking truck. Meanwhile, my dad's going fucking insane because this isn't fucking music, but he's <laughs> put the seat so far forward. He can't fucking move enough to fucking stop the fucking thing <laughs> from happening. And it's fucking... Oh, and like, they would do these things where like Sparky was like 12. There's a five-year age gap. And like, my dad would work for Bernie for like the summers. And then he wanted to like, go see my mom on weekends. And like, he would just be exhausted. Because, like, Bernie worked, like, crazy hours. And, like, my dad would finally lay down and close his eyes and Sparky would ball up a sock and just lob it from across the room and hit my dad in the head. I was just like, don't do it again, Mike. I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Do it again. And fucking hit him. Like, when Sparky, like, lived with us, that was one of the best times of my life. Because, like, watching their dynamic, like, no one could make my dad laugh the way uncle sparky could That's because funny. they would just laugh about the bullshit that was their childhood and like where sadness could have been they found humor nice. and it was just like uncle sparky's the one that broke down like the fact that red shirts always die in star trek for me uh, like he had like this impression of kirk going spa you say you are my friend but really are you not my enemy and like they would have these like he would do all these stuff and like it like honestly little
0: brother right the the comic little brother
1: yeah it it was the best and then i remember one time we were in a hockey tournament we took a wrong turn and we ended up uh in a funeral home to turn around and like like so like i'm learning my sense of humor from these two guys and so we're on our way out and people started to leave we're just like oh sorry for your loss (laughs) 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 but it was the best like honestly, that's That's funny growing up with uncle sparky in my life and then like watching the dynamic like i loved it like it, it it's a shame that my dad isn't still around now because like it I sounds missed, like, like a
0: classic like relationship like why for the ages
1: i love i love watching them do that yeah, and it then it was, was, was like buck and sparky just fucking at each other because that's what so that's what sparky called my dad buck and my dad called him sparky which is a nickname i'm pretty sure i coined and uh, yeah, it's...
0: you guys have like, um, like you guys, the three of you had some pretty good trio like outings too. Like, I remember seeing concerts and hearing yeah. you talk about that kind of shit too. Of like, you got to not only see it from the perspective of a child, but also growing up and then be- becoming a man yourself and then yeah. getting to be a man, having your personality mixed in with the two of theirs must have been such a good dynamic.
1: Did I ever tell you that I dragged my dad and Uncle Sparky to a slipknot concert? No, I don't think so. <laughs> So, what, are they, what do so, they think of that <laughs> not their fucking scene at all so like i had my dad give me four tickets to slipknot because i had like friends in high school they were gonna come and all that stuff and all three of them fucking bailed oh fuck and i was just like fuck. i was like i still want to go so my dad calls his brother and he goes like right, we got tickets to slipknot and then so one of uncle sparky's friend's daughter's super into slipknot so like i ended up going to the concert with her they like they're somewhere in the background i guess like i don't know or i think they fucked off and went for coffee or some shit like but like they were there like thomas what a fucking what a scene you were at (laughs) it was like uh, the thing like but like but that's the shit they would do like they did that for me like like they didn't want to take the loss and like fuck it like i guess we're doing that like uncle sparky took me to metallica
0: it was obviously all for one and one for all given like that your dad yeah. didn't drive and mike always had him you yeah. know what i mean like it just those kind of things are really cool yeah. and like cool to have brothers like me and josh are five years apart so i relate to a lot of what you're saying about their relationship in ways just because like when you have that much of an age gap like you were saying when he's working and mike's sitting there throwing the sock at him, michelle like yeah i remember that Did Josh would be like that's your fucking one free shot do not do (laughs) you know what i mean it's cool to hear that and then i have in turn have had that kind of uncle younger uncle dynamic with josh's kids you know that mike has with you and michelle i'm sure right yeah
1: like i'm sure no one makes you laugh the way that josh does if he ever it's a dynamic if if he ever retells a story of how you were a shit asshole one day yeah because
0: oh you get right into it no one like me and Josh play off of each other. And we've always been like good brothers when it comes to that kind of thing. Like if we're trying to fuck with someone, we don't have to like wink. We don't have to look at each other. I just start spewing garbage out of my mouth and he is 100% there to like spew it equally as well as me. You know what I mean? Like we have, I got that dynamic from him, I guess too. And like those moments where the shenanigans and the memories of the past and all these things, like it's, it's fun having a brother
1: yeah like and it, it, it is it, it, like it's just it, it's that interesting dynamic of just like you hear them like i that those those are the moments i miss the most like it just like no one made my dad laugh harder than uncle sparky that's just cool. retelling the bullshit that they went through or the bullshit that they did to one another or like they would get biffed upside the head by bernie just to stop and that was always the ring finger like they always like they would get hit but always the ring finger was a little bit more down so that was the first thing that got you it was (laughs) was funny yeah very
0: uh 1950s 60s (laughs) yeah the ring thing yeah that's cool no it's good memories thanks for that it was a nice little trip down memory lane
1: yeah fun hearing
0: about those kind of things you know I but, don't know my kids like very well at all so yeah. it's fun to hear.
1: I'm trying to get him to come to Halifax take him to a few moosehead games like I feel like like, uh, I go like Spark I'll put you on the flight benefits fly you down what do you say and then he's like oh like, like really I'm just like yeah you just figure out where you're gonna stay like like I mean like I live in a fucking basement so like I can't it's not like we're gonna cuddle up or anything but yeah like what do you say like you know you come over here and I'll take you to a couple of Moosehead games. We'll get dinner. We'll like we'll have a few laughs. What do you say? He goes, oh, Thomas. Uh, uh, fuck, that'd be great. Like I talk to him every so often. Like every single time I'm doing like something Sparky-esque, I let him know. Like nice. Yeah. So
0: important. That's you know. for sure.
1: I'm pretty sure you could call him out of the blue and he'll fucking love it.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I think so too. I've talked, like, we talked a little bit through Facebook here and there, but never Yeah, But I if mean. you
1: gave him, like, a, a FaceTime or, like, a, one of those, like, Facebook Messenger things.
0: Yeah.
1: He, he'd talk to you. Yeah, he'd it'd be that. fun
0: to do just to be like, hey, man, how's it going? Yeah. yeah. What's happening? And, and he loves we that. We gotta, cause... like, maybe start. Let's try to, like, make this a thing. Let's have him on the pod.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would love to. I mean, and we gotta be into uh, it. Yeah. I think he said he would do it. Um, I was just like you know, it'd be a, it'd be interesting to see the dynamic and the stories that he'd tell and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, just to have like a different, and he would be the top of that sides triangle episode, which would be fun because he's yeah. older than us, right? Yeah, we're the new generation of sides.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it, and it's weird because I don't I don't know how the other brother dynamic is because there was that separation because yeah. there was so like. I don't know how Steve is with Jack or how Jack is with Larry or how Larry is with Steve or anything. I think
0: from what I've observed, it's exactly, exactly the same as what um, like Mike and uh, your dad, Chris, obviously uh, what they went through together and the way that they brothered. I think it's the same, a lot of the same dynamics. Cause like Bernie was there till 12 and 10 of Larry was 10 uh, my dad was six, I think. And, or sorry, Roddy was eight and my dad was six. Something, I don't know, something like that, maybe younger, but yeah. there's still so many of those influences there that then came from Bernie, right. That Bernie then passed to Chris and Mike. So yeah. there's a lot of the same dynamics, but just different relationships. Right. And like my dad told me a story of when he went to go stay with Bernie over the course of a summer yeah. um, with Chris and Mike, you know and my dad was older than both of them by a couple years so he was like the cool older brother and all they wanted to do was kind of follow him around because he was the like older one right it was an interesting story like i I can't it's vague now like my dad told me it a while back but just like i think he had a whiskey with bernie and that your dad was there and mike was there i don't know but there's stories there because they spent a summer together at one point right yeah there were brothers all of them which is interesting too right yeah
1: like they're, they're, they had
0: memories of like knowing each other but it's weird when you're a half brother and one yeah. parent's here and the other parents there like and especially back in those times it's a lot different nowadays if that kind of thing happens because you could be yeah. more open and talk and the internet and all that shit right but,
1: yeah and you know it, and it's like a different way it's like they didn't grow up in the same house or they didn't like you know and then there was like the different mom dynamic and then like even yeah. then like Like, my mom, my dad's mom left at, like, I don't know at what age, but, like, it wasn't, like, you know, like, it wasn't, like, they had a full mother there the whole time. There was, like, there were some brutal times. And then, like, you know, like, apparently Bernie married a woman named Giselle that was pure fucking evil. Like, she just, like, hated my father. I don't know how she was with Mike. I, I hate to bring it up, but my dad would tell me horror stories about what this woman would do to him. And interesting then, yeah it was just and then like and then she left and then like you know it's just like the fucking dynamic of just like all these fucking like you no, know, bernie got around man like I, like i don't know like i don't know what it was he but, seemed like, like
0: he wasn't the type who could handle being alone you know what i mean like he yeah. immediately wanted to be with another woman if a relationship fell apart right
1: yeah so interesting you
0: know. times it's always interesting like um, jack's done a lot of research of the side's family and the uh and his mother's or stepfather's family as well and it's interesting i always wonder like with the 23 andmes coming out how many other sides are there out there from our um, forefathers you know and like the brothers of different like bernie had siblings and uh ernie was bernie's father like our great grandfather or whatever right. and he had siblings too so there's like a pretty large clan out there right
1: yeah
0: interesting stuff and possibly unknowns too who knows
1: yeah it's um yeah it it it'd be interesting to see and you know, all that stuff but uh like also like like our clan is so out there So spread out, yeah. Yeah. One day we
0: have to like do a family get together, like whether it's at Larry's pig roast that he does sometimes and everyone can make it. I keep
1: asking Deanna if Uncle Larry's ever gonna do one again. And she's just I don't know.
0: I would love to attend something like that and like have the availability and go it just like as many people as we could get to go to go. how much fun that would be to like have a have drinks and look around and be like, holy shit, like everyone here is a sides or married to a sides or That would be a really cool experience. And to have, like, be able to get my dad down there to see, like, Uncle Sparky and Larry and, you know, Roddy, get him out for the day, like, with his son. How how often
1: does your dad speak to the Sparky, do you know?
0: I think, like, weekly, weekly. Yeah. through text or like he said he he's been making a real effort from what i know to like stay in contact with his brothers and they have yeah. like the group chat together and like yeah. my dad told me that he actually reached out to roddy about something that he wanted to talk to someone about that, you know and just little things like that you're like no. oh, that's awesome dad like you
1: know, I and mean, how is your dad coping with the bachelor pad like is he he's figuring things
0: out you know he's starting to like move some stuff around a little bit and you know he decided recently to get rid of some of Dreen's clothing and stuff like that. He offered it up to her daughters to say like hey anybody wants any like if not I'm thinking about like clearing it out now. Like he started like he's you know you figure out life day to day to day and they built a life together but now their life is turning into like his life you know and he needs to do what he needs to do with his life. And yeah it's one of those things like it's all um, part of life and moving on and you know you can still I don't know how to put it into words exactly yet to be honest and I don't think he does either it's just a process you're figuring out you're like I i still want to be happy I still want to enjoy life and do things and you know he's like I, I'd like he people come over and he's like all these roosters around like uh, i'm not really into roosters it's not really my thing like to decorate my kitchen with roosters so yeah maybe i'll take a few of the roosters down
1: This <laughs> is the thing she realized like the, the quirks of Doreen that he like he tolerated
0: not yeah like,
1: like you like, this fucking woman has this thing with roosters like what the yeah.
0: fuck partially you- my fault because <laughs> i bought her a lot of roosters over the years <laughs>
1: Was it was it was it like a joke going like Yo, Doreen loves cocks. Sorry, sorry, I can resist. I'm sorry. I'm no, that's sorry. really funny. Uh, no, I don't think
0: anyone ever said that. i knew the first probably. <laughs> and Jesus Christ, Thomas, <laughs> <It's my laughs> mother, you asshole. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're horrible, but it just is right uh, there. Oh, that's uh, so. That's it for this week of two sides of the story. I'm Sean side. <laughs> <laughs> well my dad phoned me and he's like hey uh so like i know you got Doreen a lot of these roosters did you want some of them and i was like there's traditions that i'm going to carry on collecting roosters is not one of them <laughs> <laughs> no that's funny uh,
1: uh i had like a shirt made uh, a guy uh, i used to be friends with same as sean i had a picture of him put a heart in a rooster that was code for sean loves cock
0: nice yeah it's a classic joke
1: i thought so because you can get away with that in public and people like don't really get it so no one's like who's your shirt being?" i'm like oh this guy loves cock
0: all the people who do get it are just like that's fucking awesome
1: yeah so, so so sorry for saying that joke. I, I'm sorry. You completely
0: like disabled me. It was such a good, like, well placed, but horrible, horrible thing to say that I was just like it fucking completely disarmed me. I don't even know like where how to carry on right now. What I should say next? It was fucking comedic genius. In the moment, it was just like fucking boom, and now I'm like dis- like disarmed. I'm like, I
1: don't know what to say now? <laughs> oh my God! Your dad's gonna hear this later, and I'm gonna be like, "Well, he's no longer my nephew." Stuff like that.
0: <laughs> no, I think he's like 40 episodes behind, so we're okay.
1: Okay, so I have time.
0: <laughs> It'll be a couple years for sure, at, at best. Others will probably hear it and be like,
1: "Wow!" <laughs> See, that's the problem with making it public, right? Like, it's a joke I could say to you.
0: Oh yeah. I remember during our podcast, I had to give Kieran, like with Kieran, I had to be like, shut the fuck up, because he was going to start to say shit. And that's why, like, my other buddy Dwayne, I've never had him on the podcast, because he's going to tell stories about Sean that shouldn't be fucking told online, <laughs> like, yeah. for people to hear.
1: Yeah. And also, like, I have no, like, shame. Like, I was, like, whether you you and I, one on one, or at a bar, or in, or like, on this podcast, uh, if you give me the setup of, like, I used to buy all these roosters, there's a cock joke coming
0: yeah no and i deserve that and i'm happy that that is in the world That people <laughs> are brave enough and bold enough to be like i can't resist this i gotta fucking say because that's me sometimes yeah. i'm the guy who says fucking terrible shit sometimes so i appreciate other people when they like say terrible things that are fucking right. hilarious i don't because...
1: mean this maliciously but this is gonna be really funny i'm sorry oh
0: yeah <laughs> and you have to bring it there's times where, like, even in relationships where I'm not close enough to say something like that to someone in public, I'm like, "Hey, like, what I would say in this scenario normally, no, you're if I say,
1: do, you don't be around I, set,
0: I do that though. I love to yeah. beat around the bush so obnoxiously. Beat around the bush that it <laughs> that it's awkward. Yeah, it's a good move.
1: Fuck this so. I mean, it's so brutal because Doreen such a... She was such a wonderful woman. Always so kind-hearted. And I didn't know about the rooster thing. No. Like, I guess yeah, I wasn't... Big on
0: roosters like a farm thing. It's just a farm thing that a lot of women get into, whether it be... I don't know why it is, but I've seen it in, like, many women's kitchens over the years.
1: Yeah. Just, uh, that's...
0: It wasn't, like, a Doreen joke. So It was so... just a joke about anybody who collects roosters, really.
1: Yes. So, no, but, like, I didn't know... Like, like every time I went over, like, I never notice like an obscene collection of roosters
0: people don't it's like a backdrop for kitchens that people just accept like clowns i notice clowns when you walk into a clown house i've seen clown houses i've seen elephant houses
1: that was my favorite thing to do at a clown house leave
0: yeah (laughs) that's a good point i'm right there with you i knew a clown lady when i was a kid it was fucking terrifying yeah but it was like i'm not even afraid of clowns but like who the fuck and another one is the glass china dolls they yeah. were a thing in the 80s. You'd walk into, like, a child house. The creepiest of all creepy obsessions when you walk into a house, though, by far, is Jesus. When there's, like, 15 pictures of Jesus on every single wall, I don't know if you... or, or and, and or crosses. Those are the fucking, like, scary houses where you're like, was there, like... Did you guys get attacked by vampires? Like, be honest with me. Do you... Are you, are you a vampire hunter? Is this why you have so much of this shit up in your house? I just... To me, that's, like yeah okay that's a bit much
1: nah no I uh, <laughs> yeah the, the multiple crosses and all that because that's when I know I have to like really behave myself it's the it's awkward yeah all right well I like I'm not making a cock joke at this place like that's uh...
0: a <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> like saying something like Jesus in the house like that though yeah I mean, like Jesus Christ and then you're like oh man what have I just fucking said? Oh, start? for God's <laughs>
1: sake. I mean, yeah.
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's all like you want to be respectful when you're in these places. like the. Well,
1: if you're a guest in someone's house, like I, I have a hard that's the time. Tough part. Like, I remember once when I was a mover, we had this like to do this move. And it was like an, an hour or two hours away that we were moving these people into this like this cottage. And it was like a long fucking day. And we had a Jehovah's Witness working for us. And the driver, in order to stay awake, decided to engage this guy in conversation about his religion. Nice. Which don't do. (laughs) Please. Was this in
0: a respectful manner or in a disrespect? No,
1: it wasn't. He was, what he was doing is because he knows like I have opinions. Yeah. And I was tired and I was cranky. And he did it knowing full well that as soon as he, he was going to say a thing. Drawing you into the crosshairs, basically. And I was going to get involved. And he did yeah. it, and I fucking fell for it. And, and then it was just like, I can't remember what triggered me. He like, goes like, well, God's impossible. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Well, and then I just go, I go, hold on a second. So God created everything? Yeah. So evil created that? Well, you know, it's just a saying, like, all the bad things in the world, that's him, right? Like, but he loves us. Like, I started, like, quoting George Carlin. I started quoting, like, how the fuck, like, where does this guy get off? Like, how can you, like, and I just.
0: It's so easy, such an easy road to go down and there's no winners. You know, I feel that, too. I've been there where I, like, I've engaged and I'm like, why did you engage? There's no winning that conversation. There's no, like, you're not going to change their mind, but you're just going to be, like, it is like that day
1: since that day i never did it again i never did it again i can't i i have people in my life that are religious and i go what you know what power to you i wish i had it i wish i had it like i like you got like that faith and like i just don't i don't i honestly but also like i i also feel like i also feel like people use religion as a cop out
0: oh yeah for sure
1: that's what pisses
0: me off too like i've seen people who um criminals who do fucked up shit and then they like find Jesus or whatever and they're like, "All's forgiven because I'm with Jesus now. And you're like, fuck you, man. You did that shit. Like, you don't just yeah. get to get off for that. You know yeah. what I mean? In my humble opinion, like, no, but you it, can't it, just it, like turn a switch and no, then be like, I'm religious like, now. Think
1: of like the shitty people in everyday life that go to church. Like, yeah, oh like, yeah. Just, they're uh, it's hypocrisy and like, it's they're not they're like conceited, they're selfish, they're yeah. And like you, you go to this place every Sunday where you're told that you gotta go help your fellow man, and then you go out and be a dickhead, and then you go to confession, going like, "Hey, this week I was a bit <laughs> of a dickhead," and you're like, "You know what? Say a couple here Marys and a couple of our fathers, and you're getting back in the good books." Like, yeah, like, that's stupid. Like that to Sorry. me, like, no, but like, and that like that bothers me. Like, yeah, I like to live a life of being like, do my best to be a good person. I'm sure saying that Doreen loves cock earlier in this episode put me down a few points in the good lord's books it's but another like, name for roosters
0: and it's just a yeah. uh, it's just a joke but no i like but i get like, what you're saying but it's like, religion is a weird fucking thing
1: yeah but i also like i find people hide behind it and oh yeah use it as a blanket as a as a way to go like i'm i'm fine i have i have christ and like all this stuff and i go like you're not like you you don't see the shitty shit that you do and you just go and for seek sure. forgiveness like, there is
0: the flip side too. I should like say this because i'm you know two sides of the story let's keep it real there's a lot of people who really use religion for good too you know what i mean like there's like the mothers who go to church every sunday and like instill these wonderful values in their children and like so like faith driven they're just like do everything they can to help other people and like Mm -hmm. other others as well who are like praying for people to do well and like they just mean well with their hearts and they really really do well there's the bad side as well that like use it in a negative way like you were talking about but i we have to admit like acknowledge that there is others who are like genuinely out there helping people every day and like doing it in the name of this which i think is wonderful but it just to me it's like i wish that it didn't have to be in the name of something that oh so causes so much negativity you know if there was a happy medium or it's like just i'm a human being i wish the, the, the best for all the human beings like someone who loves animals i want to love animals and treat all animals well love humans and treat all humans well but don't you don't have to do it behind something that is like oh so cost Yeah, well. like
1: i just like try to be the person like the good person when no one's fucking watching like yeah you know what i mean like
0: you don't have to return your shopping carts
1: yes basically. no no we're no. like that is a great example. Return yeah. fucking shopping carts. Yeah. If you are you not, have to, people,
0: no one's not, watching. But just do no, it. No,
1: like there's no like rule against it. Like the, there's no one that goes like, oh well, you didn't put your shopping cart away, so you're gonna you gotta shop somewhere else for the the next fiscal quarter. Like there are no rules in place for this. It is just who you are when no one's paying attention, and it's and it's that like it yeah. it, it, it it's that like you know like it's like you see someone fall do you keep going or do you help pick them up exactly like, the other day i saw a lady drop three hundred dollars in the wind she just dropped it i caught it picked it up like i caught it with my foot picked it up and i went like hey lady you dropped this 300 bucks <laughs> she wasn't paying attention i could have that's walked it. away with 300 bucks
0: yeah no you did the right thing no, but i'm you the, same the right way. thing It's, it's that's, the, that's dialed into me i cannot i had mail like from a jewelry company delivered to us a couple years ago and yeah. i was like a very expensive company i walked to that person's fucking address knocked on their door i was like hey this somehow got delivered to my house instead of yours and they were like oh my god like i probably wouldn't have even have done that and i was like ah, that's not who i want to be and i gave it to them and said have a nice day and walked away yeah you know it's just these things you do in life and in the world it's it can make the world a better place one no. fucking thing at a time the ripple effect of these things when you do kindness is my internet going to cut out
1: no no I'm okay to you.
0: sorry i just thought it might because i'm saying something inspirational again like last time <laughs>
1: um
0: <laughs> if you can do kind shit fucking do it if you can help someone out like i used to i got a little sour um, when I went to school downtown, when I was younger, I, there was a lot of homeless people always constantly asking you for cigarettes, constantly asking you for money. And it, it just develops you in thick skin. Cause you're struggling as well, trying to get through school and do what you got to do. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I developed a thick skin and crystals kind of gives me shit about it sometimes. Cause she's like, man, like, you know, people are out there struggling and you're kind of rude at times when they ask, <laughs> ask for stuff. And I, I was, but I'm trying to soften myself now to be like. I'm going to give that guy five bucks or a buck or two bucks if I have some change in my pocket, because maybe it'll make his day a little better. I don't have to. I don't have to do that. You know, some people might just fucking use it for drugs and go get fucked up. And like,
1: I just that way with like, you know, the grocery stores are getting a little bit fucking pushy. Would you like to donate to this charity? And it's like, but you're a multi-billion dollar corporation. Just donate to that charity. You don't need to get me involved.
0: This came up at my work recently, there was a 50 50 done for charity and then the money was getting donated and one of our workers was like, um, if I win the 50 50 do I get the tax receipt for the donation too?" <laughs> and that's kind of the thing with grocery stores like yeah you know what, I wouldn't mind donating $2 to that cause, however. Can we discuss, like, maybe you helping me out with that tax receipt? Can you put it on for a couple thousand? It would help me a lot. You can afford it, You're but they won't have that conversation with you. The manager always says, "Please, can you leave our store, sir?" Like, it never ends well.
1: Yeah, like, and it was always like that. Like, there's a, it's quite a bit of homeless, like, or guys begging for change around, like, oh, like on my route to go to work yeah. and stuff, and like, and I'll like. If I have, like, a toonie kicking around, maybe I'll flick it out. But, like, at the same time. What's in a
0: Blue Moon? I'm just trying to soften myself a little bit because I don't want to have a hard heart. I don't want to be fucking angry and be like, "Nah, man, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be, like, a a nice guy who's, like, tries to help the people he sees around him. But then, like, you you develop thick exterior living in inner city sometimes where it just happens.
1: You kind of have to. like like, You do if you want to survive. Like, you can't just, like, give, change to fucking everybody. And then, like, I remember once when I was a kid, I saw something that broke my heart where uh, my dad and I were having lunch with one of his business associates and this homeless dude came in kind of begging for change. And the guy was like, you know what? Have a seat. I'm going to buy you lunch. And then the restaurant kicked him out. Cause they like, you know, the gentleman there said he's going to buy me lunch. He goes, Nope, can't do that. And yeah. Just, and I was just like, I, I, why? Like, like he's yeah. who, not bothering. So me? Heartless. He's go and like, that bothered me. And like, I, I, like, I never went back to that place again and all that and, like that. Like, like that was like the guy just wanted some food for sure. And like- I always
0: go back to like what Joe Rogan said Like often as I'm getting older now too, everyone was a baby once and then life just happens, you know, like, but everybody starts out as an innocent fucking baby, you know? So when you see these people that are rough, sometimes like not the greatest people, maybe they didn't get a enough love in their life. Give them a little bit of love just for that one second. Don't go do too much. Like don't ever put yourself at risk to help someone, but it doesn't mm. hurt. And it doesn't hurt me some personally. Sometimes they'd be like, "I got a five dollar bill in my wallet." Hey man, here you go. Or Hey lady, here you go. You know, good luck. Uh, that kind of thing is just like it's a little boost up. Maybe it does nothing for their life. Maybe that kindness later on, if they're in a bad situation, they'll be kinder to someone else because they experienced some form of love or kindness. You know, that's all. That's my only point. Just yeah. try to be nicer to fucking people.
1: Yeah, and then like if you see the sign for food, like I would more likely, I would much rather buy someone a meal. Then be like, here's a 20. Like, I don't want to know what you're going to do with it, but like. Yeah. I had a buddy that bought a fucking Mickey for a homeless dude. Yeah. I've
0: been there. Why not? Like, he's trying to get fucked up. Like, and everyone deserves to get fucked up from time to time. Even if you're homeless. Homeless people deserve to get fucked up too. Who am I to judge what he's going to spend his 10 bucks on? Maybe he fucking... Did some wonderful shit for a lot of people. He's just exhausted, down on his luck, lost his job, blah, blah, blah. And now he wants to get fucked up. Get fucked up, man. Here's 10 bucks. Go get fucked no. up. Get fucked up on me. Have a good night. Be safe. Get fucked up.
1: Fucking okay. A. Can't yeah. you
0: feel good about that, too?
1: I mean, like, I was just like, it was like it was something I like. I'd never seen. It doesn't before. have to be food. Yeah, no, the, my buddy just bought him like a Mickey around <laughs> know, Here you go, man. Just fucking. There was
0: a funny TikTok going around of some kid who, I think it was staged, I don't think it was real but he bought a homeless guy, this like big hoagie sub mm-hmm. and the homeless guy opens up he's like, there's fucking onions on this and throws it at the kid who gave it to him mm-hmm. and hits him in the face and there's like sauce and onions and shit all over him and he was like, I'm never fucking helping a homeless guy again <laughs> That'd be pretty funny as a it's, comedic bit.
1: Yeah. yeah, no, it's pretty good Anywho. Oh not kidding. All right, man. Well, I think that kind of does it for this week. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm still a little stunned, so I, I don't have a lot more to say. I've been trying to like run on I really
1: took the wind out of your sails with that. Oh, actually. yeah,
0: you defeated me. I was like completely disarmed. Uh, I just wasn't expecting, it. I never heard that before. I'm shocked, it's gold. How does nev- no one ever said something like this before? It's fucking yeah. funny. Like they just disarmed me. I was like, I hadn't thought of it.
1: Like I know, if I ever bought my mom like a replica rooster, I know for a fact the first thing out of my dad's mouth I was like, "What are you trying to say about your mother? She loves cock or what?" I like, like that's a thing I know.
0: Yeah, I like it. It's funny. I just never you heard
1: because it before? your face is like. <laughs> no, I just never heard it
0: before. It just fucking threw me for a loop. I was like, "Oh yeah, I guess so." Hey. Yeah. On
1: this that note. A... Um, Have
0: a great week everyone I'm Sean Sides and this has been One Side of the Story
1: Oh Tom Sides has been another side of the story Have a good week everybody Love some cock Two
0: Two sides of the story Two sides of the story Two sides of the story With Tom and Sean Thanks for listening to Two Sides of the Story. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. Follow us on Instagram at Two Sides of the Story, on TikTok at Two Sides of the Story Pod, and if you want to send us an email, send it to Two Sides of the Story Pod, that's the number two, Sides of the Story Pod at gmail.com.